A French philosopher, Michel de Monte, once said, The greatest thing in the world is to know how to belong to oneself. Episode number two, the magic of meditation. The what's, the why's, and the how's. Welcome to the Vedic Witch Podcast, where we feed your soul the tools needed for unlocking your inner healing potential through the power and knowledge of Mother Nature, metaphysics, astrology, spirituality, ancient Vedic methodologies, and beyond. I'm your host, Juniper Krista. Now let's create some magic. Meditation. This is our topic for today. I'm excited to talk about this. It's something that I hold near and dear to my heart. Yeah, it's something you do pretty much every day, if not twice a day. Correct. Yes. You know, sometimes I fall off the wagon, but we all do. (laughs) (laughs) The meditation wagon, that is. So, (laughs) meditation stems from the word meditatum in Latin, which means to ponder. So, ponder on that. (laughs) So, it basically just means to think. To think, basically, yeah. Isn't the point of meditation not to think, though? But you're you're thinking, you're not thinking, but yet you're pondering on greater things. You're you're, this is weird, right? Yeah. So you are. You're thinking about not thinking. You're you're letting go of your conscious thinking in order to be aware of the unconscious mind. Really, you're doing nothing when you're meditating. <laughs> you're not. I mean, there is channeled meditation. That's I would say is like when you're journaling or something like that, like you're channeling energies from above, mm-hmm. from the spiritual realm. But for the most part, traditional meditation, which we're going to discuss today and some of the others, um, you're basically an empty vessel in the now. Like you're trying to dump out all the stress and all the everything that no longer serves you in order to allow yourself to rejuvenate, renew, and refresh Gotcha. Um, meditation. The earliest artifacts were discovered on the continent of India about 5000 BC on wall art. No, yeah. I couldn't find them. The written ev- evidence was found in the Vedas, ancient San- Sanskrit texts, um, about 1500 BC. So it was the first time it was actually written. And then several other forms of meditation started developing around Asia after that. So meditation is found in all different cultures and religions around the world. Buddhist and Tao meditation. But for the most part, meditation can be done in several different forms. So benefits of meditation. Uh, One is releasing of stress from the body especially the vagal nerve so if you don't know our vagus nerve is the largest nerve in our body and harnesses a lot of stress anxiety panic past trauma especially like via childhood trauma a lot of that energy can get stuck in your vagal nerve meditation digs deep and brings out this nervous system and allows the stress to come up to the surface and dissipate so if you think of it like an ocean like your vagal nerve is the ocean floor every time you meditate you'll imagine like air bubbles like methane gas right methane gas coming to the surface that's old stress and being released by the the ocean 
that's if you make it a continued practice, which I do recommend doing it every day. And if you can do it twice a day, 20 minutes a day, that's great. That's ideal. And the vagus nerve also controls a crap ton of your body. Correct. Yeah. So your vagus nerve controls all your major organs, especially your heart, your digestive system, your eyes. So the vagus nerve plays a big part in your everyday uh, day-to-day function. So it is possible if someone has issues with some of these organs that doing meditation could help at least alleviate or if not eliminate absolutely. Um, some of these issues. Absolutely. So myself, digestive issues, meditation does help calm that, you know, your digestive system is one of the main functions of your body that you use every day, three mm-hmm. times a day, maybe more, right? right? So meditation actually helps re- alleviate a lot of the stress that my system has accumulated over the years. Right. Also, another benefit is it helps calm our monkey mind. So a lot of us will wake up, we'll start the day, and we have a million thoughts on our mind. Like, what do we need to do today? We need to feed the kids. We need to feed the dog. We need to feed the goat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes, she does want a goat. I want a goat so bad. I want two goats. Okay. Meditation helps calm this crazy, chaotic mindset that, you know, we wake up with or, you know, we continue our day with. Meditation does help a lot also with panic, anxiety, and regulating of emotions. I've dealt with a lot of situations where I get super anxious and unfortunately going through health issues in my life, I've had to be put into situations where I'm doing like two, three hour tests in a machine, you're just sitting there. Meditation actually helped me get through it. If it wasn't for the meditation, I would have had a claustrophobic breakdown and like lost my shit. But because the meditations actually helped me balance these emotions, the fear, anxiety, and panic. So meditation is also great at increasing the gray matter in our brain, which allows us to retain things that we learn, increase our memory, and our sense of self and perspective. This is great. (laughs) When's the last time did you uh, have some good perspective? Are you saying I lack perspective? Sometimes. Wow. (laughs) But I still love you. How about sense of self? This is very important. This is something they should teach in schools. I feel like I'm right here. I can sense my hand. It's right in front of my face. (laughs) Like a sense of self. Like, wow, I am here. I am one with the world. I am you. You are me. We are everything. Well, that's another thing. Meditation allows us to be in the present moment. It allows us to feel grounded and feel connected with our surroundings and with Mother Nature, with God, with the universe, whoever you believe in. Meditation is very powerful in that aspect. Also, meditation, it reduces our pain receptors, which is really important. So if you're dealing with chronic pain or chronic issues, meditating every day can absolutely help you reduce your pain receptivity. So I do recommend that for everyone. So instead of grabbing for that Motrin bottle, try meditating first and see how you feel after. Also, meditation is good for the heart. There's been so many studies done, um, especially with the Heart Association, that proves that people that had cases of heart disease or were high risk factors for stroke found a decrease in all of these after meditating for eight weeks. How fascinating is that? Very fascinating. Right? So meditation is good for your heart. 
not just running. <laughs> it's like the cardio of the mind. <laughs> when was the last time you meditated? A while ago. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Do you miss it? Nope. I crave it, though. When I, like, fall off the wagon, the meditation wagon, I, like, crave it. I want to feel it. I want to, like, there's just, like, it's like drinking a really good cup of tea. Yeah. Yeah. I think I just do different forms of meditation, like um, relaxed reading or even just forms of artwork or writing. It's just a little bit easier for me because it helps my mind focus on something and slow down because it's constantly going a million miles an hour. Mm -hmm. So when I can, I guess it's like erase an entire whiteboard and then just focus on drawing a single line across the board. It makes it a lot easier because I don't care if the line is straight or not. But actually, I totally would. But this is a different (laughs) speech, so we're just going to roll with it. Just different ways can be a meditation for you. We talked before about like even just focusing on your body and maybe not going into a deep meditation, but paying attention to what your body is telling you. Remember the acid thing? Absolutely. So if you're, I used to have, well, kind of still do sometimes, really bad acid reflux. And one day I just stopped thinking, put my hand, sounds really silly, but put my hand where it felt like the acid was, concentrated on the muscles that are inside my body, even though really consciously we can't control these muscles. But you like just, visualize controlling them. Right. Mm-hmm. And just kind of move my hand down as it felt like the acid was going down mm-hmm. and kind of calm down. Now it could have been stress makes acid reflux. So maybe it's a reduction of stress. Maybe it's the pumps just not overacting because I'm not running around like a hooligan. Surprise. But... <laughs> Either way, it works, even if I don't know why. So there's been actual studies on it's visualization and body scanning, right? And there's been success in people who actually visualize their bodies healing or visualize like certain functions of mm-hmm. their body moving again. And people that wear, um, what is it, paralysis, yeah. right? Visualizing their feet moving, visualizing their legs moving actually increased mobility in their bodies and healed them. There's several different types of meditation. One that I practice is mantra-based meditation, specifically transcendental meditation. This is one that came into my life during a time where I needed a lot of help and it was absolutely a blessing, definitely a blessing from beyond. Um, Also, there's, like we said, visualization, body scan, Right. Mm -hmm. So that's also another great one. I like to do a body scan. I try to do it every morning when I wake up. I just see like a beautiful white light coming over my body from the crowns of my head to the tips of my toes. I just feel this warmth, golden light throughout my body. And it's so invigorating. When is this? In the morning. As soon as I wake up. Oh, that's not a light. That's me. Oh, you're funny. (laughs) (laughs) That was sweet. Okay. I was going ding. Okay. Wait for him. You're funny. Okay. So the yes. And I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Thanks. But when I visualize visualize this gold from like over my body, mm-hmm. I then from my feet I imagine the gold coming into my body and like my veins are like bright, glowing this beautiful gold. Mm-hmm. Like you're taking in the energy. The... Yeah, and like recharging myself, healing myself. I love it. And it feels so good. Like you can literally feel the heat 
once you keep doing this practice, right. you can start feeling the heat of the gold. It's great. Phenomenal. And it goes both ways because people, um, there's been things where people can lower their body heat mm-hmm. by doing the Absolutely. same practice. So there's monks that can actually, through meditation, lower their body temperatures and then also decrease their heart rate. Mm-hmm. Where their heart rates are beating like 30 beats per minute, which is freaking amazing. So another form of meditation is guided meditation. And this is like storytelling almost. So you'll have a guide walk you through a scenario. And usually it's a very serene environment where you just feel relaxed and safe. Also, you can actually create a guided meditation for yourself. So record you talking yourself through your favorite space. Mm -hmm. Right. So right. mine would be somewhere by the ocean, but with like a garden and squirrels. So I would walk myself through this. And then maybe actually record it. Yeah, um, record at it. the ocean. Correct. Water. Yeah. So you have that ambiance. What's your favorite? What would you be your meditation spot? Um, well I just remember that the Zen Gardens the first time where you had a meditation playing. It was the first time I actually really tried meditation. And you played one that was I'm not trying to be emo here, but you played one that was all about the light washing over you, and it's just so bright, and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. I don't like the sun, as we both know, Mm -hmm. and I actually changed it to, I guess, night. Like moon night, moonlight. Yeah. Yeah. Not anything that was, you know, bright and shiny. It was, like, more silvery, uh, silvery night, I guess you can call it. It's beautiful. Um, And that was, to me, much more, it resonated much more with me yeah so there's a lot of moon meditation full moon meditation Mm -hmm. also there's a shamanic drumming journeying meditations which are phenomenal they use the drum to create like a heartbeat Mm -hmm. and your your body just sinks but it's very specific like they've practiced doing this where your heartbeat sinks in with the drumming and it's just so incredible and you go so deep i've done a few of them in my life you visit ancestors, you visit spirit animals. Mm-hmm. Like it is just an incredible experience. And I recommend, you know, shamanic journeying. Everyone should at least try it once in their life. It is, there's also um, videos on YouTube that you can, you know, meditate to. Mm-hmm. Those are good. But if you have an opportunity to do it in person, definitely do that. Yeah. That's something we have to do. I want you to try. Also, journaling. Like writing in a book? Yes. So this is a form of meditation. I also call it channeling, but it is so profound. So that would be like writing the um, songs, poetry, drawing. Would that be Correct. Is drawing considered journaling in this case? Um, drawing is still a form of meditation, I believe. Okay. You know, I personally feel that when I'm doing art of any kind, I feel in it. I'm in a meditative space. That's true because usually to make an art, you have to be in a specific headspace. Yeah. Um, and it's usually a place where you feel that you're in a flow, like you're connected. Right. Yeah. So it's also a form of channeling, I feel. Yeah. So when you're journaling, you can just, there's a there's an opportunity for you to turn off your mind and just allow whatever flows through you to go onto the paper so you're not specifically saying i'm going to write about flowers today you're just going to write everything and anything that pops in when you have that opportunity and you're just writing whatever and you go back to read it 
it's interesting what your higher self is trying to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Also, breath work meditation. We have... Like breath mints? Breath work. <laughs> breath mints. So you need to work on your breath? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is like an energetic To clarify, form. she did brush her teeth, so... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Our two forms of breath work is pranayama and focusing on your breath. Mm-hmm. Right? So pranayama is a more active breathing where you're breathing in through one nostril, releasing through the others. But there's also different forms which are better for people that don't like to sit still during a meditation. Breath work is like where you're... Yeah, so like Bastrikti meditation, pranayama, where you're moving your body, your fluid, your... To give them something simple to focus on. Correct, yeah. Kind of like drawing the line across the empty board. Yeah. So also... If anyone understands me, good for you. If you don't, then I don't know. So also, there's just focusing on your breath. So just you're sitting still, you're sitting silent. But for those who can't focus on a mantra, Mm -hmm. you're just focusing on the energy of your breath going in through your nose and out through your mouth. Try that with me. In through your nose, out through your mouth. So you just, that's your mantra. No words, no sounds, no nothing. You just focus on the inhale and the exhale. You should try it sometime. She's also talking to you guys, not just me. So I'm talking to him too. <laughs> well, I just said that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just digging it in there. <laughs> More breath work. Got it. Yeah. And then also prayer. Prayer is a great form of meditation. I know some people don't classify prayer as meditation. I personally do because what is a prayer? A prayer is a mantra, right? Mm-hmm. And it's something that you believe in and something that, you know, it's it's giving you peace. I feel like anything that can bring you peace in your life right. can be a mantra. When you do a prayer, I mean, what is your intention? Your intention is to connect to God, mm-hmm. um, to clear your mind, and then just it's a way of clearing that whiteboard. It's a way of clearing your mind mm-hmm. and then just keeping it simple. Yeah, creating that place of peace for yourself. Um, and then also, my one of my favorite ones is spending time in nature. That is the best. That is like one of the best meditations. I know it's practiced a lot with uh, Wiccans and Pagans. Like just going to nature, appreciating the trees, the flowers, the animals, and just being one with your environment. So that's my favorite one. I think you know that. Yeah. Yeah. Which can even go to nature photography or landscape photography, hiking. Yeah. But also when you can, I feel like it is so profound if you can just sit still for two minutes. Sit still and just be. Close your eyes. Listen to your surroundings. Hear the birds that are like a mile away. Hear the squirrel that's right next to you. Mm -hmm. You know, so when you allow your body this moment of peace, so many things happen and you're able to connect and at that moment as as much as you're connecting you're also releasing and letting go and our final form of meditation is reflection this is a powerful one because with reflection meditation you would ask yourself a question or ask a question that you would want an answer to and then you would just sit there and reflect on that question until either you receive an answer or not so 
I also like to keep a notebook next to me so I can write down what came to me during this reflection meditation. So yeah, so these are just some forms. Um, I do offer meditations available on my website at vedicwitch.com. Um, and just a little snippet, a little freebie here. One of the easiest mantras to start with would be OM, spelled either O-M or A-U-M. And OM is the sound of the universe. And this mantra is so powerful. And I do believe that everyone should start with this mantra. I do believe you should start first by reciting it out loud three times. So you would say, oh, oh, oh. So this way you're like sending that vibration out into the universe. And then in Sanskrit, it is told that if you whisper a mantra, it's considered powerful and sacred not just to the universe, but just also to yourself. So you, out loud, you just whisper, oh, oh, oh. And then after that, you'll start repeating it silently to yourself. Oh, oh, oh. That was me inside of your head. <laughs> <laughs> so three times in power voice and then keep repeating it throughout the yeah so three times in your power voice three times in a whisper and then just continue repeating it you know you can follow your breath with it if that helps but then when your mind starts to drift off into everyday thoughts just bring yourself back to your mantra so you know you're like okay i have things to do no wait i have a mantra oh wait i have to do the laundry oh wait i have a mantra you know and it's just so powerful and if you you know you just gotta train yourself essentially and reciting OM will help you repair, renew, rejuvenate yourself. Sometimes I get more energy from my meditation than I do from eight hours of sleep. So <laughs> it's definitely something you should try. It's beneficial. And like I said, I do have free meditations available on my website, VedicWitch.com. And uh, yeah, would you like to add anything to our meditation episode? One of the biggest things, if you guys can't tell already, is meditation is personal. It's you. It's yours. There are recommended ways to do it, but it doesn't mean you can't make it your own. You're not supposed to eat before meditation. I think it was like 30 minutes. An hour. An yeah, hour. it's recommended not to. Um, is there a shower with it as well? I don't remember. Like, well, that's when I'm manifesting. You know, she should always be clean before. To shower before. Yeah. Not necessary, but recommended. In all reality, though, make it your own. So if you meditate in the shower, I mean, I don't suggest doing it for 30 minutes while you don't do anything at all because that's just a huge waste of water. But if you meditate while you're doing just a small task that you enjoy or brings you peace of mind, any of that stuff, make it your own. Don't worry about Susie who says you have to meditate and float off the floor because that's the only right way to do it. No, it's not. Make it your own. Just don't meditate while driving, please. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, do it in a safe place. Don't meditate while you're... I mean, I guess cooking could be a form of meditation, but oh, yeah. be very careful not to leave yeah, your form. turkey in well, the oven a, and then... It's you know, an art form, right? Cooking yeah. is an art form. So essentially, we have active meditations and then we have you know non-active mm-hmm. meditations. Where would the Tai Chi fit? Or and, is that and just a more active... Time? Yeah, so it's kind of yeah, so not really, but it's like active meditation because you're moving your body, you're flowing energy. 
breath work is active meditation. But I'm saying like Tai Chi is good, mm-hmm. Qigong, right? Qigong. 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 I don't know if you say it correctly, but that's also another form of meditation. So I hope you all enjoyed this. If you have any questions, you can reach out to us on Instagram at Your Vedic Witch or Facebook at Your Vedic Witch. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for joining us for episode two. We'll catch you on the next one. And remember to be kind to the world, but don't be afraid to be a witch. Love you.